So the, uh, the idea of tonight is, for, for what we're going to embark on now, is to journey with Jesus. So I'd like you all to say that. Journey with Jesus. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and um, we're going to do it really, really simply. It's going to be through reading scriptures. We're going to have different people reading scriptures. But I'd like for today, I'd like you to think about it as we're going to be reading a story. Okay? It's a story. We're entering, and my, my prayer is that we'll, by the Holy Spirit, Father, I'm asking that Father will send the Holy Spirit, that, we'll be, that each of us will be strengthened in our inner being to comprehend the height and the depth and the width and the breadth of the love that it is in Yeshua, our Savior, our Messiah. Wow. So, Holy Spirit, we welcome you to have your way in each one of our hearts. We, we can't make this happen, but we welcome it. The kingdom can only be received. It can't be achieved. <laughs> but we can position ourselves to receive, and that's what I invite each of you to do. Yeah. And I also, um, I also bless your spirits to receive and connect and receive revelation from the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And I bless your imagination that the story would unfold in your imagination. Your imagination was a, is a, was created for you to receive revelation and to create with God. Did you know that? <laughs> So I bless your imagination. So this is, this is going to be story time. So you're welcome to close your eyes and just enter in. And there will also be times where we'll be worshiping with, with, uh, with the worship team. So thank you very much, worship team. And I, now I'd like to ask our first reader to come forward. Reading from the Gospel of John. John 12. Then, six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, where Lazarus, who, was, who had been dead, whom he had raised from the dead. There they made him a supper, and Martha served. Lazarus was one of those who sat at the table with him. Then Mary took a pound of very costly oil of spikenard and anointed the feet of Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair. And the house was filled with the fragrance of the oil. But one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, who would betray him, said, Why was this fragrant oil not sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor? This he said, not that he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief and had the money box, and he used to take what was put in it. But Jesus said, Let her alone. She has kept this for the day of my burial. For the poor you have with you always, 
but me you do not always have. Luke 19, the triumphal entry. And when he had said this, he went on ahead going to Jerusalem. And it came to pass when he drew near to Bethphage and Bethany at the mountain called Olivet, that he sent two of his disciples saying, go into the village opposite you, where as you enter, you will find a colt tied on which no one has ever sat. Loose it and bring it here. And if anyone asks you, why are you loosing it? Thus you shall say to them, because the Lord has need of it. So those who were sent went their way and found it just as he had said to them. But as they were loosing the colt, the owners of it said to to them, Why are you loosing the colt? And they said, The Lord has need of him. Then they brought him to Jesus, and they threw their own clothes on the colt. And they set Jesus on him. And as he went, many spread their clothes on the road. Then, as he was now drawing near the descent of the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to rejoice and praise God with a loud voice for all the mighty works they had seen, saying, Blessed is the king who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. And some of the Pharisees called to him from the crowd, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. But he answered them and said, I tell you that if these should keep silent, even the stones would cry out. Blessed be your name, the land that is plentiful, the streams of abundance flow. Blessed be your name.
Now as Jesus drew near Jerusalem, he saw the city and wept over it, saying, If you had known, even you, especially in this your day, the things that make for your peace, but now they are hidden from your eyes. For days will come upon you when your enemies will build an an embankment around you, surround you, and close you in on every side, and level you and your children within you to the ground. And they will not leave in you one stone upon another, because you did not know the time of your visitation. Then Jesus went into the temple and began to drive out those who bought and sold in it, saying to them, It is written, My house is a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of thieves. And he was teaching daily in the temple. But the chief priests, the scribes, and the leaders of the people sought to destroy him and were unable to do anything, for all the people were very attentive to hear him. Now there were certain Greeks among those who came up to worship at the feast. Then they came to Philip, who was from Bethsaida of Galilee, and asked him, saying, Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Philip came and told Andrew, and in turn Andrew told Philip, who told Jesus. But Jesus answered them, saying, The hour has come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Most assuredly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. He who loves his life will lose it, and he who hates his life in this world will keep it for eternal life. If anyone serves me, let him follow me, and where I am, there my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, him my father will honor. Now my soul is troubled, and what can I say? Father, save me from this hour. But for this purpose I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. Then a voice came from heaven saying, I have both glorified it and will glorify it again. Therefore the people who stood by heard it and said that it had thundered. And others said, An angel has spoken to him. Jesus answered and said, This voice did not come because of me, but for your sake. Now is the time of judgment of this world. Now the ruler of this world will be cast out. And I, if I am lifted up from the earth, will draw all peoples to myself. This he said, signifying by what death he would would die. The people answered him, We have heard from the law that the Christ remains forever. And how can you say the Son of Man must be lifted up? Who is this Son of Man? Then some, as spoke of in the temple, how it was adorned with beautiful stones and donations, he said, These things which you see, the days will come in which one stone shall not be left upon another, that shall not be thrown down. Now the feast of unleavened bread drew near, which is called Passover. And the chief priests and the scribes sought how they might kill Jesus, for they feared the people. Then Satan entered Judas, surnamed Iscariot, who was numbered among the twelve. So he went his way and conferred with the chief priests and captains how he might betray him to them. And they were glad and agreed to give him money. So he promised and sought opportunity to betray him to them in the absence of the multitude. Now before the feast of the Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour had come, that he should depart from this world to the Father, 
having loved his own who were in the world, he loved them to the end. Then came the day of unleavened bread, when the Passover must be killed. And he sent Peter and John, saying, Go and prepare the Passover for us, that we may eat. So they said to him, Where do you want us to prepare? And he said to them, Behold, when you have entered the city, a man will meet you carrying a pitcher of water. Follow him into the house where he enters. Then you shall say to the master of the house, The teacher says to you, Where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? Then he will show you a large furnished upper room, and there make ready. So they went and found it just as he had said to them, and they prepared the Passover. So I want to take uh, time right now and be um, in honor of what, what Joel and I got as we were, we were praying for this gathering. And I, as we were praying, I, I heard altar call. So if there's anyone here who's not yet trusted Jesus with their life, I want to uh, make an invitation to you. This isn't pressure. This is an invitation. It means that we say, I recognize that I am making a mess of trying to run my own life, and I'm tired of uh, trying to do this independently. I, can, I understand that I'm hurting others, and I'm hurting myself, and I'm now beginning to understand I'm hurting the one who created me, and I want, I want the forgiveness and the eternal relationship that comes from joining my life to Jesus's. So if, any, if that sounds good to anyone, and you are ready to do that now, I invite you to come forward. It can be, feel a little scary, but there's power in doing things publicly. And as I said, there's no pressure, there's just invitation. Jesus said, no one comes to me unless the Father draws him. So if you're feeling your heart drawn, I just invite you. We'll have a couple of people who, who will pray with you. And we're not going to make you say anything in, in, uh, up here. You're not going to do anything like that. But you are making a public statement by coming forward. And that's the only statement you'll need to, to make um, is that. Okay, no one's coming forward. That's all right. Maybe... You're almost there, but not quite. You're welcome later on to talk to me or almost anyone else in this church about about what what about stepping into uh, joining your life with Jesus. Okay. Now I'm going to go. Now we're back to the story. Now back to our story. When the hour had come. This is about the, the Passover meal. He sat down with the 12 apostles with him. Then he said to them, with fervent desire, I have desired to eat this Passover 
with you before I suffer. For I say to you, I will no longer eat of it until it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Then he took the cup and gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among yourselves. For I say, I will not drink of it, drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread and he gave thanks and broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Likewise, he also took the cup after supper, saying, this, is, this cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you. I'm going to say that again. This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you. But behold, the hand of my betrayer is with me on the table, and truly the Son of Man goes as it has been determined. But woe to that man by whom he is betrayed. Then they began to question among themselves which of them it was who would do this thing. And now we are going to share communion. Like I said, we're journeying with Jesus. So, um, hey, we're going to do things a little differently. Uh, We've done this before a few times. I'd like you all to stand up, and um, we're just going to go along the wall, not in front of the doors. Don't don't stand in front of the doors, <laughs> but just go along the wall. Stand along the wall with, and um, and uh, there will be uh, people coming to serve you. Thank you. And supper being ended. The devil, having already put it into the heart of Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, to betray him, Jesus, knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands and that he had come from God and was going to God, rose from supper and laid aside his garments, took a towel and girded himself. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel with which he was girded. Then he came to Simon Peter, and Simon Peter said to him, Lord, are you washing my feet? Jesus answered and said to him, What I am doing you do not understand now, but you will know after this. Peter said to him, You shall never wash my feet. Jesus answered him, If I do not wash wash you, you have no part with me. Simon Peter said to him, Lord, not my feet only, but also my hands and my head. Jesus said to him, He who is bathed needs only to wash his feet, but is completely clean, and you are clean, but not all of you. For he knew who would betray him. Therefore he said, You are not all clean. So when he, when he had washed their feet, taken his garments, and sat down again, he said to them, Do you know what I have done to you? You call me teacher and Lord, and you say, well, for so I am. If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, and you also ought to wash one another's feet, for I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. Most assuredly, I say to you, a servant is not greater than his master, nor is he who is sent greater than he who sent him. 
If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. I do not speak concerning all of you. I know whom I have chosen, but that the scripture may be fulfilled. He who eats with me has lifted up his heel against me. Now I tell you before it comes that when it does come to pass, you may believe that I am he. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who receives whomever I send receives me, and he who receives me receives him who sent me. When Jesus had said these things, he was troubled in spirit and testified and said, Most assuredly, I say to you, one of you will betray me. Then the disciples looked at one another, perplexed whom he spoke. Now there was leaning on Jesus' bosom one of his disciples whom Jesus loved. Simon Peter therefore motioned to him to ask who it was of whom he spoke. Then, leaning back on Jesus' breast, he said to him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, It is he to whom I shall give a piece of bread when I have dipped it. And having dipped the bread, he gave it to Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. Now after the piece of bread, Satan entered him. Then Jesus said to him, What you do, do quickly. But no one at the table knew for what reason he said this to him. For some thought because Judas had the money box that Jesus had said to him, buy those things we need for the feast, or that he should give something to the poor. Having received the piece of bread, he then went out immediately, and it was night. So when he had gone out, Jesus said, now the Son of Man is glorified, and God is glorified in him. If God is glorified in him, God will also glorify him in himself and glorify him immediately little children i shall be with you a little while longer you will seek me and as i said to the jews where i am going you cannot come so now i say to you a new commandment i give to you that you love one another as i have loved you that you also love one another by this all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another
Simon Peter said to him, Lord, where are you going? Jesus answered him, where I am going, you cannot follow me now, but you shall follow me afterward. 
Peter said to him, Lord, why can I not follow you now? I will lay down my life for your sake. And Jesus answered him, Will you lay down your life for my sake? Most assuredly, I say to you, the rooster shall not crow till you have denied me three times. Let not your heart be troubled. You believed in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And where I go, know, and the way you know. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going, and how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. If you, had, if you had known me, you would have known my Father also. And from now on, you know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the Father, and it is sufficient for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am the Father, and the Father is in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the work. Believe me, that I am in the Father, and the Father in me. Or else, believe me for the sake of the works themselves. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do, because I go to my Father. And whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. I will not leave you orphans. I will come to you. A little while longer and the world will see me no more, but you will see me. Because I live, you will live also. At that day you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Judas, 
not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him. He who does does not love me does not keep my words, and the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. These things I have spoken to you while being present with you, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. Peace. I leave with you my shalom I give to you not as the world gives do I give to you not like that but my peace let not your heart be troubled neither let it be afraid you have heard me say to you I am going away and coming back to you if you loved me you would rejoice because I said I am going to the father for my father is greater than me And now I have told you before it comes that when it comes, when it does come to pass, you may believe. I will no longer talk much with you, for the ruler of this world is coming, and he has nothing in me, but that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandment, so I do. Arise, let us go from here. As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. And if you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. Just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. These things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you. And that your joy may be full. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, than you lay down your life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends. For all things that I heard from my Father, I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And I appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit shall remain. That whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. These things I command you, that you love one another. I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, for he will take of what is mine and declare it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. 
Therefore I said that he will take care of mine and declare it to you. These things I have spoken to you in figurative language, but the time is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figurative language, but I will speak plainly about the Father. In that day you will ask in my name, and I do not say to you that I shall pray the Father for you, for the Father himself loves you. Because you have loved me and have believed that I have come from God, I came forth from the Father and have come into the world. Again, I leave the world and I go to the Father. His disciples said to him, See now, you are speaking plainly and using no figure of speech. Now we are sure that you know all things and have no need that anyone should question you. By this we believe that you come forth from God. Jesus answered them, Do you now believe? Indeed, the hour is coming, yes, now has come, that you will be scattered each to his own and you will leave me alone. And yet, I am not alone because the Father is with me. These things I have spoken to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world.
When Jesus had spoken these words, he went out with his disciples of the book Kidron, where there was a garden which he and his disciples entered. When he came to the place, he said to them, Pray that you may not enter temptation. And he was withdrawn from them about a stone's throw. He knelt down and prayed, saying, Father, if it is your will, take this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but your will be done. Then an angel appeared to him from heaven, strengthening him. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly. Then his sweat became like great drops of blood falling down to the ground. When he rose up from prayer, he had come to his disciples. He found them sleeping from sorrow. Then he said to them, why do you sleep? Rise and pray, lest you enter into temptation. And Judas, who betrayed him, also knew the place. For Jesus often met there with his disciples. Then Judas, having received a detachment of troops, and officers from the chief priests and Pharisees came there with lanterns, torches, and weapons. Jesus, therefore, knowing all things that would come upon him, went forward and said to them, Whom are you seeking? They answered him, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus said to them, I am he. And Judas, who betrayed him, also stood with them. Now when he said to them, I am he, they drew back and fell to the ground. Then he asked them again, Whom are you seeking? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus answered, I have told you that I am he. Therefore, if you seek me, least these, least these go their way, let these go their way. That the saying might be fulfilled, which he spoke, Of those whom you gave me, I have lost none. Then Simon Peter, having a sword, drew it and struck the high priest's servant and cut off his right ear. The servant's name was Malchus. So he just said to Peter, Put your sword away into the sheath. Shall I not drink the cup which my father has given me? But Jesus answered and said, Permit even this. And he touched his ear and healed him. Wow. Whoa. Oh. <sighs> then Jesus said to the chief priests, captains, and temple, captains of the temple, and the elders who had come to him, Have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs? When I was with you daily in the temple, you did not try to seize me. But this, uh, this is the hour, your hour and the power of darkness. Then the detachment of troops and the captain and the officers of the Jews arrested Jesus, tied him. They led him away to Annas. He was the father-in-law of Caiaphas, who was high priest that year. Now it was Caiaphas who told the Jews it was better that one man should die for the people. Peter followed Jesus, and so did another disciple. Now that disciple was known to the high priest and went with Jesus into the courtyard. But Peter stood at the door outside. Then the other disciple went out and spoke to the girl who kept the door and brought Peter in. Then this servant girl said to Peter, you're also one of this man's disciples, aren't you? He said, I'm not. Now the servants and officers had made fire of coals, and they stood there warming themselves, and Peter stood with them. The high priest questioned Jesus about his disciples and his doctrine. Jesus answered him, I spoke openly in the world. I always taught in synagogues and in the temple where the Jews meet. 
In secret, I have said nothing. Why do you question me? Ask those who have heard me what I said. Indeed, they know what I said. When he said this, one of the officers who stood by struck Jesus with the palm of his hand, saying, Do you answer the high priest like that? Jesus answered him, If I have spoken evil, bear witness of the evil. But if well, why do you strike me? Then Anna sent him, still tied up, to Caiaphas, the high priest. Now Peter stood and warmed himself, and the people there said to him, You're also one of his disciples, aren't you? But Peter denied it and said, I am not. One of the servants, a relative of the man whose ear Peter cut off, said to him, Didn't I see you in the garden with Jesus? Peter denied again, and immediately a rooster crowed. The men who held Jesus mocked him and beat him. They blindfolded him and hit him on the face and asked him, Prophesy, who's the one who hit you? And many other things they mockingly spoke against him. At daybreak, the elders of the people, the chief priests and the scribes, came together and led him into their council. And they said to Jesus, If you're the Christ, the Messiah, tell us. But Jesus said to them, If I tell you, you will by no means believe. And if I question you, you will by no means answer me or let me go. Hereafter, the Son of Man will sit on the right hand of the power of God. And they all said, Are you then the Son of God? He said to them, It is as you say, I am. And they all said, What further testimony do we need? For we have heard it ourselves from his own mouth. John chapter 18. Then they led Jesus from Caiaphas to the praetorium, and it was early morning. But they themselves did not go into the praetorium, lest they should be defiled, so that they might eat the Passover. Pilate then went out to them and said, What accusations do you bring against this man? They answered and said to him, If he were not an evil doer, we would not have delivered him up to you. Then Pilate said to them, You take him and judge him according to your law. Therefore the Jews said to him, It is not lawful for us to put anyone to death, that the saying of Jesus might be fulfilled, which he spoke, signifying by what death he would die. Then Pilate entered the praetorium again, and called Jesus, and said to him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered him, Are you speaking for yourself, Pilate, about this? Or did others tell you this concerning me? Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Your own nation and the chief priest have delivered you to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. 
If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would fight so that I should not be delivered to the Jews. But now my kingdom is not from here. Pilate therefore said to Jesus, Are you a king then? Jesus answered, You say rightly that I am a king. For this cause I was born, and for this cause I have come into the world, that I should bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth hears my voice. Pilate said to Jesus, What is truth? And when he had said this, he went out again to the Jews and said to them, I find no fault in him at all. But you have a custom that I should release someone to you at the Passover. Do you therefore want me to release to you the king of the Jews? Then they all cried again, saying, Not this man, but Barabbas. Now Barabbas was a robber. So then Pilate took Jesus and scourged him. Wow. Scourged him. And the soldiers twisted a crown of thorns and put it on his head. And they put on him a purple robe. Then they said, Hail, King of the Jews! And they struck him with their hands. Pilate then went out again and said to them, Behold, I am bringing him out to you that you may know that I find no fault in him. Then Jesus came out wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. And Pilate said to them, Behold the man. From then on, Pilate sought to release him. But the Jews cried out, saying, If you let this man go, you are not Caesar's friend. Whoever makes himself a king speaks against Caesar. When Pilate therefore heard that saying, he brought Jesus out and sat down in the judgment seat. And a place that is called the pavement, but in Hebrew, Gabbatha. Now it was the preparation day of the Passover, and about the sixth hour, and he said to the Jews, Behold your king. But they cried out, Away with him! Away with him! Crucify him! Pilate said to them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priest answered, We have no king but Caesar. Then he delivered Jesus to them to be crucified. So they took Jesus and led him away. Now as they led him away, <clears throat> they laid hold of a certain man, Simon, a Cyrenian, who was coming out of the country, and on him they laid the cross that he might bear it after Jesus. And a great multitude of people followed him, and women who also mourned and lamented him. But Jesus, turning to them, said, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. For indeed the days are coming in which they will say, Blessed are the barren wombs that never bore, and breasts which never nursed. Then they will begin to say to the mountains, Fall on us, and to the hills, Cover us. 
For if they do these things in the green wood, oh, what will be done in the dry? There were also two other criminals led with him to be put to death. And when they had come to the place called Calvary, there they crucified him and the criminals, one on the right hand and the other on the left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they divided his clothing and cast lots. And the people stood looking on. But even the rulers with them sneered, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself if he is the Christ, the Son of God. The soldiers also mocked him, coming and offering him sour wine and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. And... An inscription also was written over him in letters of Greek, Latin, and Hebrew. This is the king of the Jews. Now there stood by the cross of Jesus, his mother, and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing by, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her to his own home. Now it was about the sixth hour, and there was darkness over all the earth. Until the ninth hour. Then the sun was darkened. And the veil of the temple was torn in two. After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, said, I thirst. Now a vessel full of sour wine was sitting there, and they filled a sponge with sour wine. They put it on, put it on hyssop and put it to his mouth. So when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, It is finished. And when Jesus had cried out in a loud voice, he said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And having said this, he breathed his last. So when the centurion saw what had happened, he glorified God, saying, certainly this was a righteous man. And the whole crowd who came together to that site, seeing what had been done, beat their breasts and returned. But all his acquaintances and the women who had followed him from Galilee stood at a distance watching these things. 
Therefore, because it was the preparation day, that the bodies should not remain on the cross on the Sabbath, for the Sabbath was a high day. The Jews asked Pilate that their legs might be broken, that they might be taken away. Then the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and the other who were crucified with him. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. But one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, and immediately blood and water came out. And he who has seen has testified, and his testimony is true. And he knows that he is telling the truth so that you might believe. For these things were done that the scripture would be fulfilled. Not one of his bones shall be broken. And again, another scripture says, they shall look on him whom they pierced. Now, on the first day of the week, Mary Magdalene went to the tomb early, while it was still dark, and saw that the stone had been taken away from the tomb. Then she ran and came to Simon Peter and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken away the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Peter therefore went out, and the other disciple, and were going to the tomb. So they both ran together, and the other disciple outran Peter and came to the tomb first. And he, stopping down and looking in, saw the linen cloths lying there, yet he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came, following him, and went into the tomb. And he saw the linen clothes lying there, and the handkerchief that had been around his head, not lying with the linen clothes, but folded together in a place by itself. Then the other disciple, who came to the tomb first, went in also, and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not know the scripture, that he must rise again from the dead. Then the disciples went away again to their own homes. But Mary stood outside the tomb weeping. And as she wept, she, she stooped down and looked into the tomb. And she saw two angels in white sitting, one at the head and the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain. Then they said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. Now when she had said this, She turned around and saw Jesus. Standing there and did not know that it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? Whom are you seeking? She, supposing him to be the gardener, said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned to him, Rabboni. Jesus said to her, Do not cling to me, 
for I have not yet ascended to my father. But go to my brethren and say to them, I am ascending to my father and your father and to my God and to your God. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord and that he had spoken these things to her.
Then they drew near to the village where they were going, and he indicated that he would have gone farther. But they constrained him, saying, Abide with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is far spent. And he went in to stay with them. Now it came to pass, as he sat at the table with them, that he took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they knew him, and he vanished from their sight. And they said to one another, Did not our heart burn within us while he walked with us on the road, and while he opened the scriptures to us? So they rose up that very hour and returned to Jerusalem, and found the eleven and those who were with him gathered together, saying, The Lord is risen indeed, and has appeared to Simon. And they told about the things that had happened on the road, and how he was known to them in the breaking of bread. Now, as they said these things, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and said to them, Peace to you. But they were terrified and frightened and supposed that they had uh, seen a spirit. And he said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do doubts arise in your hearts? Behold my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Handle me and see, for a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you, as you see I have. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. But while they still did not believe for joy and marveled, he said to them, Have you any food here? So they gave him a piece of broiled fish and some honeycomb, and he took it and ate it in their presence. We're going to continue the journey, and... We're going to all sing a song at the end, and so I invite the parents to go quietly bring their children back, and then we'll be singing the last song together. It'll be fun to have the kids with us. We'll all be holding hands, okay? So thank you. Yeah, bring them back in quietly, and, and we'll all get to sing together. <clears throat> back to our journey with Jesus. So Jesus said to them again, Peace to you. As the Father has sent me, I also send you. He's talking about us too. And when he had said this, he breathed on them. And said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. Then he said to them, These are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things must be fulfilled, which are written in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning me. And he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scriptures. Open our understanding to you, Lord. And he said to them, Thus it is written, and thus it was necessary for the Messiah to suffer 
and to rise from the dead on the third day. And that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. You are my witnesses of these things. Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. But tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. And he led them out as far as Bethany, and he lifted his hands and blessed them. Now it came to pass while he blessed them that he parted from them and was carried up into heaven. And they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy and were continually in the temple praising and blessing God. Amen. Jesus endured the cross for the joy set before him. And we read about part of what that, a major part of what he was um, looking towards in the book of Revelation, the revelation of Jesus Christ. This is in chapter 19. And I heard, as it were, the voice of a great multitude, as the sound of many waters, and as the sound of many thunderings, saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God omnipotent reigns. Let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his wife has made herself ready. And to her it was granted, that would be to us, huh? To her it was granted to be arrayed in fine linen, clean and bright, for the fine linen is the righteous acts of the saints. Then he said to me, Write, blessed are those who are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. Blessed are those who are called to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, These are the true sayings of God. So we're going to do a little preparatory wedding dance. And... I'd like Aletta to help us with that. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, also, I just want you to know, because it will just probably just go on in celebration after this, that um, there, there will be um, more, more of the food for the um, Kingdom Training School of Supernatural ministry trip. $6 donation for, for um, a, a carton of food. Part five. Wow, it's gone down. All right. Such a deal. <laughs> so you can get that on your way out, but please don't try and eat it uh, on, you know, on the carpets anywhere, okay? Take it home or eat it outside. So, are you ready to celebrate? And, uh, do a little preparatory wedding dance? All right. Okay, so we want to just invite everyone to just join hands. Um, 
maybe like we did in communion, if you'd like, around the room, or if you prefer, just right in your aisles, just join hands with the person. And, um, you know, just kind of sway to the song and just receive. Don't, don't be afraid to sway. This is a fun song.
Okay, okay, you guys. So at, at a wedding, what's tradition? The, the minister says, kiss, you make, you, you now pronounce you man and wife, you may now kiss the bride. So just receive a kiss from your bridegroom and tell him you love him. <laughs> we love you, Jesus. We love you, Yeshua. We love you. We love you. We love you. You are worthy. You are also the one who saves us and redeems us. And if you've gone to prepare a place for us, that where you are, we may be also. That's, that's wedding talk. Did you know that? Yeah. That's where we're going because of Jesus. I bless you to continue celebrating and enjoying your creator, your redeemer, and your soon-to-be bridegroom. Amen. And thank you, worship team. Give it up for the worship team.